Thanks for tuning in to Old Ass Movie Reviews. Today, Dave and I will be discussing the classic Seven Samurai from Akira Kurosawa. Welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews with Scott and Dave. We are going to review The Seven Samurai, Akira Kurosawa's masterpiece. All right. That's, that's your turn now, Scott. My turn. Okay. <laughs> your turn. <laughs> uh, masterpiece? Yes. Absolutely. Um, long? Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Very long. Um, I love the movie. Uh, I'm so happy that we were taking the, t- the time to go in and review some movies that I should have seen a long time ago. Um, and I you think you never we- saw this one either. No. Oh, okay. See, I have missed so many classics, and right. watching this movie was eye-opening because I saw Magnificent Seven. I saw Bugs Life, where they actually ripped right from this movie. Oh yeah. In some cases almost same scene. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's wow. Uh this is uh this is a quite an undertaking for when he did was the year 50 1954. 54. Uh to get this many people together and do such a epic um long form movie like this. Mm-hmm. The first half I really enjoyed more than the second half, which is interesting because the second half is the big battle. The bandits are attacking the village and everything. I'm just going to get this out of the way. I think it drug on a little too long. I I know. I believe that it could have been chopped up a little bit. It was way... I see your face. To me, it was way too much on the back half. Sacrilege. Yeah. Sacrilege. Uh, It doesn't mean it wasn't good. It Mm -hmm. just, I felt it could have, I think it suffered, in my opinion. I have a short attention span sometimes. It's Mm -hmm. like, come on now. Are we going to keep? There were some little side things that never really went anywhere. Now, that being said, if Kurosawa would have been given the ability to do like a trilogy or stretch things out, this thing could have been even bigger and oh yeah and more to it this was more like a television series that needed a few more episodes if it was going to go that far right um, but well, yeah like if it was on netflix now it would have a mini series oh it would it be a definitely episodes easy and we could get into some of the backstories of some of these people like i think it was monzo uh was it his wife that was over at the bandits in the barn yeah yeah where they brought and, it out she sees him and she runs back into the fire. I, I, need to, I think she had just lost her mind by that yeah. point. Like, but I, I need to know about been, that. I need to know right. that story. So I was thinking, damn, there's a whole, there's a whole episode right there on what's going on. Right. There. And right. Um, the young farmer, I'm going to butcher some names. So please forgive yeah. me, everybody. Go, go right ahead. Cause I, it's hard for me to remember names I think in general. Rikichi or Ricky or. Um, yeah. 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 The, the uh, younger guy. Yeah, what the hell? Rikichi. Yeah, he he needed more. Uh, there needed to be more with him. Um, yeah. It just seemed like, my God, this is a hell of an undertaking. And I, I have nothing but great things to say about this movie. But it's like, holy crap. There was so many yeah. stories there. Um, but now, that being said, the rest of it was really good to me. Uh, really cool cinematography 
beautiful movie. Oh. Nobody sets up a scene like Kurosawa. I mean, it's a masterclass in and of itself. It is. It is. Even though this thing's in black and white, that itself is a masterclass, as you say. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, It's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. The only other complaint I had, I got one more, and it was the, um, there was a lot of wailing and crying, and it just grated on my nerves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think they were trying to set up, or it seems like he was setting up for the farmers to be so miserable and put upon that that's, mm-hmm. you know, when they would wail. That's why he had the one, uh, uh, the, the young guy, they called him 13 for a while there, and then they, they changed the name to Kikuchio, Kikuchio. Oh yeah, um, um, the guy with the really long sword, Kuchio. Yeah, yeah. He, he um, my favorite character. He, in the he'd movie. start yelling. He'd start yelling at the farmers for wailing, which was funny because he'd run over and start slapping him, telling him to shut up. You know, stop it, stop it, be a man. You know, to get back yes. to your post and stop. He would crying. just like the rest of the samurai would stand there and just be like, "Oh, calm down, calm down." He'd walk over and start hitting him. He know, was crazy. <laughs> yeah he was he's a good character though he's he, he really was my good. favorite fa- favorite character there is even you know you mentioned that that he um would holler at the the villagers to shut up and stop the crying yeah but at one point see cuccio all he does in the movie is yell yeah <laughs> and one of the other samurai anyway. are like why the hell are you always yelling <laughs> you know? yeah. Shh, quiet we'd be able to sneak up on people if you would just be quiet (laughs) he was nuts um i looked him up toshiro mifuni mifuni oh Um, yeah dude he's he has done a ton of movies and he did yes a lot with kurosawa in fact all of these guys did did. um but that was like his core group i mean that he got a core group of actors and he took them into into a lot of movies with him yeah, um, um is probably one of my favorite um actors i would think of all time because i've just seen him in so many different movies right and probably all kurosawa films if i come to really think about yeah. it um i'm sure i've seen him in some movies that i didn't realize were kurosawa films but um yeah that guy he when he walks on to a set or he is in camera you're not looking at anybody else this guy no, is he, such a presence. It's a master presence where he walks in and everybody just stops and looks and goes, tell me what to do now. Yeah. You know, like, oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, he has got such a such a presence. And from the minute he showed up, it was like, who the hell is this guy? And you can't take your eyes off of him. There was another right. one that, um, not the lead one, but uh, damn, <clears throat> the kind of baldish guy who showed up pretty early. Uh, uh the guy who played Gorby? No, no, um, the other one. Um, I think he was the guy with the bow. Oh, okay. I I'm, I got those two mixed up all the time. Yeah, yes. Soroji. The actor's name is Daisuke Kato, but um, yeah, yeah. I he know was, who you're he talking. He's comical. He takes, yeah, he takes a couple of people, and the the thing is, he's such a good samurai but he's also kept part of his sense of humor. And I think that's what kept him going as a character. I think it's that he'd seen a lot of battle. He had been just like um, Mifuni's character, but he kept a little bit more humor, whereas Mifuni was much more uh, um, strict and very you know, stoic at all times. 
until you see him kind of loosen up when all the rest of the samurai are with him, especially that guy with the, yeah. the, the, the bow. He, uh, you, you see him starting to go, okay, there's more to life than just, you know, samurai and whatever they, they call it. Yeah, uh, the, the kid, the kid worshiped, worshiped him. Yeah. The, the young kid just was like all about like, this guy's the samurai. This is my master. And he's like, I'm nobody's master, man. <laughs> I'm a Ronin. Just go away. He's like, well, I'm gonna follow you anyway. Yeah. Um, come on, puppy. <laughs> just come follow me then. Just watch what I do, and I'm not gonna teach you anything. Right. Just watch what I do. The main samurai, um, Shimada, the one that starts off in the village at the beginning, uh, getting his head shaved, getting ready to go yeah, that, save that's, the. Yeah, that's yeah. Mufuni. Actually, no, that's uh, Takashi Shimiro. Mifuni was the crazy guy with the long sword. Uh-uh. Mifuni, uh, I know who Mifuni is. Mifuni, is the, the, Mifuni was the guy who went in and got the little kid out of the nah, Unless IMDB's wrong. They're wrong. Okay. Anyway, regardless, um, we're still butchering names. Uh, the main samurai. Hey, I'm still going to destroy all their names. It doesn't matter. And that's uh, the guy. I'm it sure. matters to them, but well, they're dead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think so. I think everybody that that was. In that I think everybody is. Um, he was. He was a great character, like you said. Though he was very, very stoic and very. Yeah. Um, but he was. He was solid, man. That was a. That was a. Yeah. That was a powerful character. The the whole group, what I wasn't expecting was the amount of humor in this movie. I know, right? Holy crap. There's slapstick in it. It's just yeah. it's yeah. nuts. It's it's funny. Um the 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 <laughs> hidden fortress is like that too. Hidden fortress, not as long, stories a little bit more compact, probably more up your alley as far as like storytelling and right. the edits and the cuts and stuff. But um, yeah, the, the humor, and you got to figure Japan was coming out of World War II, mm-hmm. nine, nine years after World War II. Yeah. And for Kurosawa or any writer, any Japanese writer to find any humor in anything at that point is just amazing to me. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I could have done it. I don't know if I could do it. Well, that's that's one of the things I was thinking the whole time watching. It's like, man, this is just a few years after after World War II. Mm-hmm. They've, you know, they've. Ob- I guarantee everybody there knew somebody that died. They lost people. Oh yeah, complete cities wiped out. Probably in in battles too. I mean, they probably exactly. fought. And I it's mean, for them to come back and make a movie that soon after and just. Mm-hmm. it's it's amazing uh just the technical technological feat of doing what he did with this it looks right. great it sounds great everything is put together well uh, it's it's a very solid movie um and you see why so many movies are based off of it i'm watching oh, yeah. a movie yeah. and i'm thinking if this was made in the U.S., it would be a Western. This is a Japanese yeah, Western. Yeah. That's all it is. Um, That's what it is. It's exactly what it is. And it's it's set back. Uh, this was in the 1500s. So yeah. it's... Um, they had the warlords and all the battles going on. Right. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, it It caused me to look up why all their heads were shaved just on the top. 
it was so somebody couldn't grab them, right? Maybe so. Um, and I, that I sounds that's what it was for. That sounds plausible. Uh, one of the reasons that I saw was because the helmets were so hot if you had hair there. So, oh, really? Yeah. I, so it could be both. Because wow. <laughs> um, I was like, why does everybody look so funny with their head shaved? Right. Their hats. I, or, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about the villagers? Um, there was uh, there was an allusion to a story. Slackers. Or, hmm? They were slackers. Yeah, there was... <laughs> they had hidden reserves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had armor. They had weapons. Well, you know I what got, they were doing? They, they were killing running away, running samurai. Yeah. Lone, lone samurai would come in and either I would assume that the lone samurai would come into the village and start screwing with them and they'd kill them. That's why in the very beginning of the movie, the one guy, uh, I think it, it's not Monzo. It's the yeah, it guy. Who the one who shaves his, his, or cuts his daughter's Rikish, hair. Rikishi? Rikishi? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm destroying everyone's names yeah. because they're, they're, it's not my tongue to speak Japanese. I'm sorry. Um, but he is telling the villagers, well, we kill samurai when they come in here. Why can't we kill these guys? And nobody gives them a great answer. Yeah. And not one villager answers that question for crap. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, no, we'll go get some other samurai. Well, that's kind of a P-poor sort of an excuse. <laughs> it is. And it makes, it, it makes me wonder if Kurosawa was trying to, um, was trying to say something with this with uh on a more um social meaning or something with these people who were not helpless but yet they pretended to be uh, right and needed right. somebody else to help them but yet they had everything there so i just you know right. maybe i'm reading too but, much into it but no you know what you bring up a good point because you got to figure i think america was still occupying at that point I think yes. they were still occupying japan and that might have been an allusion to you know, when, you know, we would kill these guys when they came here, but now we can take care of ourselves and we're still counting on these guys, these foreigners to come in and take care of us, which when I would never thought of that until you brought that up. So that, that's, that's uh, a very good point. That that, could, that could and I didn't well think, of, yeah, I didn't think of the military being there at the time. And, and it's the, subtle. I mean, it's a subtle, it's a subtle jab. I think so. You know, the Japanese probably picked up on that like right away. They're like, right. yeah, why? Kurosawa's right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah as an american we just looked at it and went yeah okay whatever yeah. because i was like wow they're not helpless and they made a point to show that and yeah, um yeah and even when they brought out all the armor the the samurai were like oh shit you know you you guys you hunted samurai yeah well that's like the one guy's all mad about it mad about it and and, and uh, he's like well, what was the conversation when they're talking about all the armor and the main uh, the main samurai uh, stands up. He's like he he speaks of one who's never been hunted. Yeah, he speaks like one who's never been hunted, and he's he's referring to the guy with the really long long sword. He, he's he's just like he's all pissed off, and he get, doesn't understand why the samurai are ticked off. It's like because you you've never had to run for your life. You know, right. you you've never been hunted by villagers by other, other armies by the army that you're trying to run away from right? <laughs> everywhere you go somebody's trying to kill you <laughs> yeah it's you know 
it was a uh, it was good it was uh it was really good it's not one i'm returning to anytime soon uh no no you can't i mean any kurosawa for me any kurosawa film you can't watch and then go you know what i'm gonna watch that again tonight <laughs> no that kurosawa is really deep you got to sit there and like adjust you yeah. have to you have to soak a lot of his stuff in like i said until you brought up the uh the 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 deeper meaning of the armor i i would have never thought about the occupying forces at the time yeah it just made uh, me but it makes sense because, it, yeah. like you said he was trying to say something without being blatant about it I and felt, i think that might have been it i felt with without having keenan wayans pop up and say message uh it was <laughs> there was a message there <laughs> yes so, message uh, right um and it felt like it was a message there yeah, yeah. And it was, yeah, I would agree with that. It was, it was good. Um, man, it, it makes me want to watch more of his films. And yes, I, or no, I have not seen any others. Okay. No, good. Well, there's so, plenty, there's plenty. Kurosawa yes, there's a lot. From. And uh, I will be working my way through them. I think Kurosawa, especially for this particular movie, um, Seven Samurai. It is quite literally a masterclass. If you're going to be a storyteller, Kurosawa in cinema is a guy to watch. And literally, if you're, if you're a student of cinema, if you're gonna try and become a director, I would literally say sit down and take notes. On the animation, st- on the animation side, I would say uh, Miyazaki. Um, yeah. Anything that he's done. Uh, is just phenomenal. Um, like even even something as sweet and pure as Kiki's Delivery Service is. It's got a beautiful story. It's got a beautiful. You know, you you like who you're supposed to like, and you dislike who you're supposed to dislike. Kurosawa is very cinematic, very storyteller. I mean, you basically get to know everything you need to know about every one of those samurai well before they get to the town. Yes. Well before they get to where they're going. And for him to have dragged all that out for so long, it, and it is a long movie. It's like three and a half, three hours, 45 minutes, something yeah. like that. It's a long movie. For him to drag that out for so long just to get the group together, that is like half the movie. That, it is. Half. You go to intermission after that. Yeah. Yeah. And then by intermission, I think they're finally going to the town. But you never really look away. You never sit there and go, oh, my God, what oh, what time is it? Oh, oh this movie's just so long. Now, you're just really interested in how all these guys are going to get together and how they're all going to right. get along when they do all get together. Um, the, the one main character um, is putting everybody together. He's got the young kid hiding behind the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that stick. was great. <laughs> he at when he comes to the door hit him with the stick and the kid's looking at him like what trust me yeah because a samurai would not just, get hit just hit him with the stick so when when kachiro shows up and walks through the door he takes a blow right to the freaking head and goes down goes <laughs> down like a sack of potatoes man and then he's just holding his head Oh man, who hit me? <laughs> yeah. He's not a samurai. <laughs> no, but he was awesome. I I 
I really <sighs> loved that character. Yeah, yeah, and you knew, I mean, the first time I watched it, I kind of figured he was a farmer or something. I wasn't quite sure. Mm-hmm. But then whenever that lady comes out and she's been speared and she's holding her baby and he's like holding the kid, he's just yeah. having a nervous breakdown right there in the middle of the freaking lake that? or pond or whatever with the house burning behind him. He's like, oh, God, and the guy, guy's looking like, what the hell is your problem? Come on. He he's says, like, that's me. Yeah, this is me. This is exactly what happened to me. It's like, that's, oh my God. that's a that's touching me. moment right yeah. there. And you you see For a level humor of relief. Because yes. the whole time, he's basically the humor relief up to that yeah. point. And then he hits that. And that that's where I say that this could have actually benefited, as much as I said the movie's too long, it could have benefited by having more. <laughs> because I would I want to know uh, Kuchiro's uh, backstory. Um, right. Because there's something deep there. And if you could see all of that. But, of course, he had three and a half hours. He did amazing for what he put in there. But that's you're right. The whole time he's the clown. He's he's what everybody's mm-hmm. laughing at. And you hit that moment, and it's like you have empathy for him. Yeah, because, it explains so much of his character. Just that yeah. thirty seconds, man. Did that yeah. thirty seconds? You're like, holy crap! It explains everything and why you are the way you are. And it didn't seem cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean by that, it seems like some filmmakers will take a something in a movie to grip, pull your heartstrings. Um, right, right. Quick and dirty, kill the dog. Everybody's going to be upset. This right. was, had purpose. It had yeah, purpose this, for this you. This was character development. Right. It wasn't just an emotional grab. And I think that was what was, um, was a good move in, in its mm-hmm. aspect. I think so many people just look for tricks it's the same as having a cat jump out of nowhere and a jump scare and it's right right this was not gratuitous it wasn't it was just it made sense and i wanted to at that point i wanted to know more about him right right it it worked I, i actually cared more about the guy then as annoying as he was with all his yelling he was the most fun to watch on screen for me. <laughs> and he's yelling at everybody for yelling. Yeah. And they're telling him, why the hell are you always yelling? <laughs> why are you yelling? You're, everybody's yelling to yell over you. Stop yelling. Exactly. Stop being so loud. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have much more to say other than it's, it's, it's an awesome flick. Um, it really is. Like you said, anybody who's making movies, writing movies, writing stories, um, Mm-hmm. needs to take a look at this um because it's the whole package it's the total deal yeah yeah that that's why um uh shoot i forgot his name it's right on the tip of my tongue works with de niro a lot um director writer director director scorsese I might, scorsese thank you my god my mind went completely blank again <laughs> It's old age, whatever. Uh, Scorsese swears by Kurosawa. I can Lucas, see that. Lucas swears by Kurosawa. A lot of people think that um, not just Seven Samurai, but uh, the Ford, the Hidden Fortress, was a huge um, impact on George Lucas developing the Star Wars universe. Uh, I don't know about. I don't know about all that. I can see the samurai influence definitely in Star Wars. 
I don't know much more than that. I mean, a lot of people tried to pull a lot of a lot of stuff and go, well, you can see this, you can see that, you can see this from yeah. Hidden Fortress. And I, I've seen Hidden Fortress and I thoroughly enjoy it, but I'm like, when I was watching it, I'm trying to see what they were talking about. I'm like, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see right. it. I see the influence as a good movie, character development and, and the samurai influence, but more than that, uh, not so much. But like a lot of guys in Hollywood, especially the really good directors are influenced by Kurosawa. Oh, you, you can and see you it. definitely see it. And yeah. I when you when you mentioned Scorsese, I definitely see it now. I yeah. look at Goodfellas yeah. or any of the other films that he's done and it's it's wow because you've got these yeah. big sweeping stories that um have so much character development and so much to them. It's mm-hmm. definitely there. Well, it's um, one thing that I realized watching this movie. I think I think they've dubbed somewhere along the line. This movie has been dubbed. I don't know that I would ever watch this movie dubbed. I, I, um, no. This this movie, I don't think you can watch dubbed. I think you have to either learn Japanese <laughs> or read it. Uh, the subtitles, yeah. and I'm a firm believer. And I'm not a big subtitle guy. I'm, I'll be honest with you, but a Kurosawa flick, I will read. I will read all day long because it never feels like you're, wa- re- you're reading. Right. You know, there's so much going on. And he's telling such a good story, so concise. And I think if, it, if I ever saw this movie dubbed, none of the voices, A, would ever match in my head because mm-hmm. I've seen it so many times in the original version. Right. And I, I just don't see it ever being dubbed well well enough for me to go yep that's perfect i'd be like yeah no that's no well um have a southern accent (laughs) since you mentioned that um let's talk about that a minute before we go go to that um i just want to wrap up my thoughts on uh on seven samurai excellent film it should be watched by everybody who's interested Mm -hmm. in film likes to watch movies likes to write movies if you like movies you like to turn on your tv watch seven samurai you won't be disappointed i will absolutely concur with that seven samurai is truly so many people use this term so much a masterpiece it It really is it is a masterpiece it is a master class in how to write direct edit um the scenery the last shot of the hill yeah all the graves yeah. And the sword sticking out of the top. That type of shot has been used so many times, but never before him. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just see that scene and you just like, oh, it's heartbreaking. It just if you never saw the rest of the movie and you just had that scene come in and you just walked into the movie, you'd be like, that's a movie I want to see. I want to know why those graves are there. It's yeah. very telling. It's a master, master shot. Um and the characters, everything along the lines of storytelling, watch Kurosawa, learn from Kurosawa. The man was a master at his craft. I'd agree. See the movie. Absolutely. Watch it. <laughs> um, you mentioned earlier, um, we started talking about dubs and stuff. Yes. But you also mentioned uh, Miyazaki. And when it comes to animation 
and specifically Miyazaki films from Studio Ghibli, the um, uh-huh. they tend to bring in top voice talent. Um, mm-hmm. All in all, I'm very happy to watch a dubbed animation movie. Oh yeah, yeah, um, anime. I love. I will watch dubbed. I'm I'm at, and because it's it's so good. And again, that's another master storyteller. Um, mm-hmm. Just just for the hell of it, what's your favorite Miyazaki film? I have to go probably, I'm going to stick, there's two that I love. Um, Kiki's Delivery Service, mm-hmm. because it's such a cute little story. Right. And then, um, damn it, we, my wife and I were just talking about this one the other day, too. The, uh, oh, crap, I'll have to come back to it. Okay. My mind, well, my mind just went blank. It's <laughs> it's the one where the little girl goes into the town filled with all the demons. Oh, it's probably my favorite. Spirited away. Spirited away. Thank you. Yeah. God, I, I I knew the 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 thing. I'm getting old. God, yeah. What the hell is wrong I, with me? That's getting another old. another master storyteller. That's that's great. But I never feel like I'm watching something with somebody else's voice. They all tend to fit. They fit now, right. And like you said, with um, Kurosawa's film, if they'd have dubbed it, it just, because you've seen it so much, it's going to seem off. Mm-hmm. But right. it's just, my thoughts on the thing is, I'll read it because if it's a good movie, I don't realize I'm reading. Um, exactly. Because exactly. there's more more showing, less telling. Uh, I think it would be absolutely hard to watch uh, Tarantino or Kevin Smith with subtitles because they rely so heavily on dialogue in their movies. Oh, Lord. Could you imagine a Kevin Smith movie? Could you imagine trying to watch Clerks? The the screen would be filled with dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing would work. No. I can't For some reason, like he makes it work. Kevin Smith movie. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> Do Americans really talk like this? <laughs> Yes. yes <laughs> but when yes. you're doing a movie <laughs> and when you like like with the uh, seven samurai it was not obtrusive it was it was easy to follow i could see what was going yeah. on it doesn't yeah. bother me i um one of my favorite foreign films is crouching tiger hidden dragon i love that movie and i couldn't imagine watching that dubbed there's people that do and they swear by it and it's like no how can you you just can't. I think. No. I think you no, miss. I, I agree. Yes, the voice actors can deliver on emotion. They can deliver mm-hmm. what's needed, and this is not by any means um, putting down the voice actors who do the dubbing. It's right, the fact right. that you had a physical actor who was emoting and delivering voice at the same time. Mm-hmm. When you change that voice, I think you take away from it. So you know what? In order for me to get the whole feel. Give me some words to read, and I will understand what's going on. Right, right. Even if it's not a direct translation. Right. And yeah. sometimes I guess that is a problem with the translations are yeah. going to be a bit off. But If you um, can get close enough, if you can get to the point of what's going on, I, I'll, I'll follow you. I, and, yeah, I'm, I'm like, but what's funny is I don't care if a French movie is English dubbed. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. Like I'll watch an English dubbed French movie in a heartbeat. <laughs> but like a Japanese or a Kurosawa, um, Korean television, they have some of the best freaking um, 
soap opera type warrior stuff going on, I I won't like if they were dubbed, I probably wouldn't watch them. Right. Because again, like you said, the acting and what they're do doing at the time is it's coming across. I can't imagine them because you know somebody in Hollywood would put like some Southern or some Midwest twang or some California dude kind of, you know, this guy's just like, really go, go lucky. No, he's a warrior. Why are you having him talk? Why are you Keanu Reeves all of a sudden? Yeah, Whoa. all of a sudden you're Keanu. <laughs> dude, I'm going to get a fight with my sword. <laughs> dude. It's like, no, no, no. Well, no. and that's, that's, just um, don't that's a problem um and that's that's what i think uh american studios take a look at it's like okay this movie um did so great mm. we're going to make an american version why yeah does the story automatically change because now they're in california and they're blonde hair and blue eyed right no what's wrong right. with the other story i i don't get it here's the thing uh seven samurais been redone but it's a different story. It takes the map yeah. of that, and it's that's the how basic you remake plot. It. Yes, seven guys going to a town to save it from bandits. Yep, that's that's the plot. That that's that's, that's it. Seven Samurai. That's uh, it. The, the Magnificent Seven with Yul Brenner. Yes, same movie. Love that movie. Same yes. movie. I mean, same basic story. Yeah. The whole nine yards. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of there was um. Yo, is it Yojimbo? Yojimbo, I think, is uh, Last Man Standing. Okay. And it uh, is, I, I want to say that's Yojimbo, if I remember my stories correctly. And that movie's been done half a dozen times, you know? Right. You go, and it's the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. It's, it's just like fistful of dollars. And, you know, the, all of those movies. They all can go right back. Yeah you, yeah, you can find every one of them go straight back over to a Kurosawa or, or an ancient Japanese legend of some sort, some story. Right. Um, that's why they're so good. That's why they're so solid. You stick with all the, you stick with what you know, which is a good story. Right. And that's, um, yeah, that's why it gets frustrating. I, I, I guess it's, um, that's how you remake it by doing something, taking that plot line. Um, right. And it just... It's almost as if, well, the Americans can't read. Let's just redo it. Because <laughs> yeah. Bubba, Bubba only got his third grade. But, yeah, exactly. It's yeah, like so, they look at everybody in this country and they're like, well, you're too dumb to know what a good story is, so we're going to force feed it to you. And in yeah. some cases, yeah, but mostly, <laughs> no. I, I want to exactly. see a good story. I want to uh, – my problem whenever they do do a dub – is they always go to these big names. They go to like a Keanu Reeves mm -hmm. or, or you know, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer or Mel Gibson, and they get these the big names to come in and do these voiceovers because big names sell. Yeah. And there's absolutely no proof that putting any of their voices into a cartoon sells it any better than if you would have got the guy who's actually trained to be a fucking voice actor. Right. You know. To come in and do the job, you know the guy who, that you've been listening to for the last thirty years doing Batman. Guess what? Yeah. You just hire him to do the freaking Batman animated movie that you just did. Yeah. <laughs> you know? If anybody knows the character, it's him. 
Why you know, you and that's somebody else. Not to go off on a segue, but uh, right. on the CW's uh, DC Universe, when they had their latest crossover, Crisis on Infinite Earths, Kevin Conroy uh, actually showed up on screen as Batman. I heard that they, that he was going to do that. So did it, did it work? It worked great. It perfect. was perfect, and especially when you it? heard him. When you heard yeah. him, it was like, oh man, yeah, yeah. So it was yes, it's absolutely perfect. He was able to jump in front of the camera now. And right, it was, finally. It was cool. Belong. Yes. <laughs> yes. But yet, like, uh, there's just certain things. Like, there's some some movies I don't want to see. Like, like you were talking about animation. Like, yeah. I will watch a Miyazaki film dubbed, and I will watch a Miyazaki film uh, subtitled. I will watch Kurosawa only subtitled. I mm-hmm. I think I would probably turn it off if I ever saw it dubbed. It would be hard you to know? watch. Yeah, it would be because none of the voices are going to match what I got in my head from what I've already heard before. How much of that do you think is the language? Because Japanese is a much a different flow, a different uh, the way it's delivered. Um, yeah. It's going the body actions, the mouth movement, everything right. is going to be so off from English. It's going. To, I think it's, it would be jarring to watch. I, I think. I think if you were going to do a dub, a Japanese movie dub, I think the best way to do it would be to get the anime voiceover actors that are out there now. Yeah. Because they they can hear a Japanese tone and they can mimic the tone in an English voice. Um, I, I did a little bit of training in that and I would have them do a playback in my ear of the original Japanese, and then I would try and intone that in what I was doing. Right, to actually have it, that It flow. helps. It really does help to get the flow. Um, I think you could do that very, I don't want to say easily, because it's a right. tough, it's, compl- it's completely different, because in Japanese, you actually have the lips that are, you're actually in the film. Mm-hmm. In anime, you have just lip flaps. They don't really match up. Even in Japanese, they're not actually matching up. Right. Um, but I think it would be better to get anime actors to do the voiceovers right. rather than going out and getting, you know, some big name because, well, he's a big name or she's a big name. Well, yeah. she can't voice act or he can't voice <laughs> act. It's a completely different type of acting. I know some people say acting is acting, but it's really no. not. It's, no, it's, it's not. there is a difference in, in, in the acting. Some people act. And it's all right here. Well, in anime or in cartoons, you don't see this. So if I'm going like this and I'm just doing my eyebrows, oh my God, life is good. But, you know, you don't, you're not seeing that. And all you're hearing is this voice going like this (laughs) for no apparent reason. And you're not seeing the face. It's like none of that's going to make any sense. And it's not going to sound right to your ear. No, you're challenged uh, as a voice actor to deliver so much just on your voice. And that's right, right. You don't have the uh, nuances of facial movements or eye, eye direction and s- stuff like that, or just breathing. Um, and the but, funny thing is, yeah. everybody uses that. Like, of when course. You, when, you see, when you see somebody at the microphone, you see them yeah. doing all the faces and they're, you know, they got their hands clenched and their bodies getting tense. Well, they have to feel it. That's like all an part actor. of the acting. That's, that, I hate to say it, that's the emoting of the emotion. 
but that's you know that's all part of it that's all part of the right. fun that's part of the acting uh but it's being able to get that into the microphone and then onto the character right and that's a lot to i mean i'm sure you've seen some movies or acting or heard stuff that when you're watching it on a cartoon or in a movie you're just shaking your head like where the hell do they get that guy and then you yeah. read the name and it's like some big actor and you're like you got paid way too much you know yeah but that's me that's i i, I have a very good soft spot for voiceover actors i, I think right. they're they're a special i really do think they're a special kind of actor i, I yeah. uh, there's they don't get paid enough that's for damn sure no <laughs> they, damn no sure i would agree with that enough. i would agree with that <laughs> and that's yeah so it's i think we're in agreement then subtitles yes thanks for tuning in be sure and catch us next week when we go outside of the old ass movie mode and review 2016's Hands of Stone